Hey, you. Yeah, you. You here for the show? Cool. Let's go over a couple rules. First, welcome and buckle up. Second, the views and opinions expressed do not reflect the views and opinions of the station sponsors or musical affiliations. And last, but not least, if you should choose to stay, just remember, we warned you, and you're not responsible for the loss of any life, limbs, or mental stability. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Friday night, and you're listening to the Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com. And do I have something special in store for you? That's right. Tonight, one night only, live, nude, and covered in oil. I have the owner of the Tap Detroit Network, Planky. Wow how how can you undersell that? <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, Planky? I'm good, man. The roads weren't too bad. You don't live that far away from me. You're in my buddy's old neighborhood. It's all great. <laughs> so, uh, yes, Planky is the owner of Tap Detroit. He is the one that uh, was foolish enough to take a chance on me. And uh, we, uh, we've we been talking for a while. And this is actually the first time Planky and I are getting to meet face-to-face. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I've spent probably a good 20 hours in total on the phone with Planky over the course of like a day and a half. Uh, and... Uh, now we get to meet face to face and was that everything uh, you'd hoped <laughs> absolutely <laughs> do you feel catfished <laughs> no it was weird because i was driving over here and i thought i was going to my buddy's old house and i'm like he hasn't lived there in years <laughs> well well it, it, but through talking we found out that like where you live is like an area that i kind of hung out in when i was a kid and, and where i'm at is you know neighborhood your friend lived in yeah yeah i was here all the time when i was a teenager so that's weird <laughs> wait you're not still a teenager no no oh, this is a barely it was a long show. time ago <laughs> in a galaxy, galaxy far far, far away, away. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i was off air last week and uh we we gave you something a little bit different that time uh let's see i'm checking levels and stuff as we go because i'm not liking what i'm seeing so just bear with me folks um last week we gave you a uh what did we give you oh a pre-recorded show that's right from uh my past we gave you the rabbit hole on the mandela effect and uh i don't know how many of you listened to that or, or caught it or or whatnot but uh i hope you enjoyed it and if you didn't, too fucking bad. <laughs> I was going to say, it was programmed to play, so it, hopefully it played. I wasn't home, so. 
<laughs> Blanky's like, I did my job, man. I think I got home probably about nine o'clock that night or whatever, and I was like, oh crap. I hope that played. <laughs> Pretty sure it did, because I, I know I tuned in for a little bit just to, to make sure that everything was running the way it was supposed to, so. Yeah. But I, I figured why not uh, bend space and time and reality with a, a three and a half hour show on the night that, you know, there's supposedly a fat man that also bends space <laughs> and time and reality. Yeah, I think I programmed like a few hours of Christmas music before it to kind of be festive or whatever so before i showed up and uh, fucked everything yeah, up yeah, yeah. <laughs> i tried to make it all nice and you know hey it's christmas time <laughs> uh so we don't typically get political but there is something that i've been seeing that has brought me great humor apparently people are venmoing and paypal requesting mitch mcconnell for two thousand dollars <laughs> I, I think one of my friends posted that on Facebook today, and I didn't quite get what it was, but I think now I do, yeah. So I did it. <laughs> I sent a, a request to him for two grand for humanitarian funding. <laughs> but it's funny because, you know, there's the, the second stimulus bill that the U.S. was supposed to, or that, you know, so many people wanted, and, you know, Mitch McConnell is the old turtle fuck that's standing there in the way of it, but whatever. Uh, it is neither here nor there. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, as they say. And uh, we got our little $600 that will be coming to us. Oh, we will? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mine's I, I've already been pre-stimulated. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, can, I can see it pending. Wow. Yeah. I was surprised, too. I don't know. I, I looked. I didn't see nothing. I figured they just said, F you. <laughs> you don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I, like I said, I just, I laugh at the fact there's a hashtag on Twitter and Instagram. Now it says Mitch better, Mitch better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. $600 just doesn't seem like enough, especially if you're somebody that has to pay rent. I don't pay rent, you know, like I own my house, but I imagine if you're paying rent nowadays, six hundred dollars isn't even a month's rent, right? Uh, yeah, I pay eight fifty here. Okay, so yeah, six hundred dollars doesn't even pay one month rent for you. Yeah, you know, and and that's why I kind of like six hundred dollars. That's all you guys. How much do you guys get a month? Well, <laughs> but oddly, oddly enough. <laughs> Uh, so apparently last week, while Mitch McConnell was blocking the $2,000 stimulus, he made 3300 that week. Oh, poor guy. I know. God, <laughs> feel so bad for to be him. him. Yeah. yeah. How the hell is he going to afford to live? Uh, but anyways, if you want to laugh, just go check uh, Twitter or Instagram. Look up the hashtag Mitch better have my money and you will see <laughs> all of the requests that people have been sending. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a great hashtag. It is. <laughs> <laughs> that one just gets me. <laughs> so uh, I had posted um, that Christmas was a little bit rough for me and it, it was the first Christmas without mom and it just we didn't have much money. We couldn't do anything presents wise or really celebrate. And it was just a, a big old fuck you of a day however i found a way to entertain myself i spent four hours fucking with a scammer on twitter oh geez um <laughs> yeah so apparently so there's this thing there's this guy named bill P pulte uh, that is from here in michigan and he has been doing something called he likes to call twitter philanthropy 
And uh, basically, he's supposedly giving money away to people that truly need it. And hmm. uh, okay, cool. But unfortunately, there are a lot of scammers that are put, picking up on this, and they are acting like they are also going to be giving money away. Oh, boy. And so what I had was a scammer that was like, well, if you need $5,000, I can give it to you right now. You just need to pay a $5 transfer fee. <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. So, And it was all done through Cash App. So what I did is I wasted four hours of this guy's time. I, I would uh, I pulled up with my Cash App. I completely, because I, I, I can graphic design, completely reworked and, and built and made it look like I sent him the $5. <laughs> and he was like, well, I don't see it, but I'm just going to go ahead and send it to you anyways. And he, he sent it, and he, he said he sent it, and then he sent a screenshot that says, okay, you just got to pay $10 more to get it. And I was like, but I, I, I don't. I don't have $10. Like, I was just real hard luck all the way through, just because I knew. And uh, he's like, it still doesn't look like it came through. Can you screenshot and show me that you sent it? And again, <laughs> I made a screenshot and sent it to him. And he's like, this is weird. I've never had this happen before. I was like, well, I can't. I, I, I barely was able to come up with that $5. I can't come up with 10 more to try and try and get this and he was like okay how about we do this you'll have to let me into your cash app and i'll transfer the money that way so i created a completely new cash app that had no ties to anything on it and sent him all the info for that and he i i i guess he got in there and he was like i don't see anything and i was like what do you mean you don't see anything he's like i don't see any transaction history or anything it was like oh i created a whole new new um, account just to do this because you know just to keep that buffer just in case you know mm -hmm. you can't always trust people to be on the level and he was like oh you shouldn't have done that i i can't i can't transfer you the money that way i i've got no history and blah 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 blah. and i was like oh well i thought it would be okay he's like i need into your actual cash app and i was like yeah i i, I don't know if i can do that and i was like i don't even know how to go about giving you access to it and I, I just kept him for four hours, just back and forth, <laughs> scamming him as he was scamming me. And then finally, I was like, well, I guess it's not meant to be, and I just need to move on. I, you know, thank you so much for your help. And I was like, the only way it seems that I'm going to get this money is if a miracle happens. And, I, and he was like, okay. And I messaged him. I was like, do you think a miracle will happen? And he said, <laughs> no. <laughs> And then, like, two days later, he starts messaging me again on Twitter, like, I sent the money. Did you get it? Are you there? Hello? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Four hours, though, of uh, a scammer's time completely wasted because he <laughs> thought he had me on the line and he had dick the whole way through. Yeah, I feel bad for those old people that get caught in those scams, you know, like... Oh, you've got a relative in Nigeria that needs needs help. All you got to do is send $10 and you'll get $3,000. Right. Like, no, you won't. No, not at all. I have to fight to keep my grandma off the internet because she wants to get on there so bad. Ugh. And I'm like, Grandma, you will get ripped off. Yeah. Like, they prey on people like you. Well, my mom, um, she got uh, an email, uh, one of those scam emails, and it, it looked like it was from Cash App. And they're like, there's a problem. We need your, we need access to your Cash App. We need your password. My mom sent it to her, to them. And I'm like, no, 
why would you do that? And she was like, well, it looked official. I was like, ask Eric, Ollie, or I before you do anything like that. Give me your phone. So I went through and I completely yanked out um, uh, her ties to the bank account and her phone number and everything else, and I just left it for a while. And uh, a few weeks later, she's like, do you think it's safe? And I was like, yeah, they've probably already tried to get into it and seen that they can't get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we we had set that back up for her. But, yeah, I, it's just people will take advantage of whoever they can. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, did you see what GoDaddy did? No. So GoDaddy sent an email to all of their employees uh, about a, a bonus. You know, we know that the this year has been rough on everybody. You know, we're, we're giving everybody a bonus. All you have to do is, you know, input uh your credentials in to help us track it and it had stuff in there about the the christmas party and everything else and uh what it was is they they ended up firing everybody that input their information wow because they were running a phishing scam wow they were they were doing a test to see if they that their any of their employees would fall for it (laughs) it had it came from godaddy servers it had the official letterhead for godaddy it had information about the the upcoming christmas party like over zoom and everything and that to me is some bullshit Hmm. like you don't do that to people like i get wanting to know that your company is secure and your people know not to to do shit like that but you picked a horrible time of year to do that in, especially when oh, people yeah. are desperate for any extra money that they can get. Oh, yeah. How many people aren't working right now because of the COVID and that, you know? And uh, so what they have offered now after catching backlash is they were like, well, you know, we'll give you your job back, but you're going to have to take a, a, a six-hour six course or something like that. <laughs> six hours or six-day course on uh, fishing. Hmm. And how not to fall for it. And I was like, okay, but they have to, that's fine. As long as the upper management takes a six week course on ethics. <laughs> yeah. Right. But that's some bullshit. You don't do that to people. No. Um, so, you know, I do DoorDash, right? Oh yeah. 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 So was out DoorDashing earlier this week and, uh, we were driving through and, and the wife comes with me sometimes. Helps keep me sane while I'm in the car, basically. (laughs) Um, And she likes to go more so because we drive through neighborhoods and she likes to look at houses. Yeah, why not? And we passed this one that she really liked. It was this this little white house that, you know, was very pretty. and, And she was like, that's a cute house. And she said, but I imagine keeping a white house clean would be impossible. And I said, well, yeah, look at all the trouble they've had with the one in D.C. Yeah. She gets frustrated at me. Try keeping dirt out of that one. Yeah. (laughs) She gets so frustrated at me because it's just constant (laughs) one-liners. I'm I'm, I'm quick. Uh, But uh, also while we were out, um, we went out the day after Christmas. Because I figured DoorDash should be good for the day after Christmas. And it was. I made good money that day. Uh, But this one house I, I, I um, I took pizza to. And I knocked on the door, and this little five- or six-year-old black kid answers the door. 
And he looks at me and he's like, who ordered pizza? And his mom's coming up behind him. And he turns around and he looks at her like, why did you order pizza? We got all them leftovers from yesterday. Oh, my God. Dude, I was dying. <laughs> I thought it was so hilarious that this little six-year-old was giving his mom shit over ordering pizza when there's leftovers in the fridge. <laughs> like, good on you, kid. Like, yeah, Ma, I made all of that last night. <laughs> I will say this, though. If you're listening and you do use DoorDash, tip your fucking drivers more than 2 to $3. All right? You understand that they're providing a service, and you should be thankful that they're keeping you from having to leave the house. Yeah, right. If you can't afford to tip at least 10 bucks, don't fucking order food. And it doesn't matter if it's DoorDash or you're getting delivery from a restaurant of itself. If you can't tip at least $10 to that driver, do not fucking order food. And it's just basically the it. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Same if you go out. You know, if you go to a restaurant when you can finally go to fucking restaurants again. Yeah, when's that? <laughs> if you go to a restaurant and you can't afford to tip at least $10, then don't go to the restaurant. Because you got to remember... Everyone likes to say, well, if the servers didn't like the pay, you know, they'd get a better job. Okay. You bitch about your job, too, probably, and you bitch about the pay that you get. Are you going out to get a better job? Yeah, it's not always that easy. And, you know, a, a server life is a little... It's harder work, but it might be easier on their schedule. They might be going to school. They might have kids. You know, you don't know. And I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but they are all becoming actors or actresses so that's why they're waiters and waitresses is that not true maybe or... not so much here in michigan oh, oh okay i must be thinking of somewhere else yeah, california maybe yeah that's it california <laughs> but either way when it comes down to it they make two to maybe four dollars oh hour, yeah and that's eaten up in taxes like they ain't making much yeah my sister was a waitress for quite a while and i mean just as recently as like a couple years ago and I think she was getting like two seventy five an hour. Yeah. And I asked her, I said, why the hell are you still doing this? Because some nights you can have a really good night. Yeah. Other nights, not so much. And especially right now with everything shut down. I mean, it's just, we really need to rethink how we do a lot of things in this nation. And one of them, I've been screaming for a while that I, I think the servers need to have a union. They need to band together and fucking get better wages for themselves. Get a livable wage. Yeah. And we're the only country that tipping is expected. Any other country, tipping is like a big no-no. It's it's disrespectful. Yeah, there, there are um, a few restaurants downtown Detroit. I can't remember the specific restaurant, but the tip was already included into your bill. Oh, yeah, 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 the gratuity. Yeah, yeah, it's already included. So it's like you're already paying 25% or what. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't even get to decide the tip that I want to give. <laughs> like, you're taking that away from me? Well, in some <laughs> cases, though, I, you see that a lot in the, uh, the better restaurants, some of the nicer yeah, restaurants. I, yeah, I was going to say it was a nicer restaurant down, and downtown Detroit. It also is often the suggested tip amount it's already factored and they start at like 25 percent yeah and you know this is how i've always tipped it's always been at minimum 20 percent. so say my bill is 40 45 okay i take the decimal point 
I move it over one. So now it's $4.50, and then I double it. Meh. And that goes, that's 10% of whatever the bill is, plus another 10% on top of it. So you're tipping 20%. I, I know since the whole COVID thing has started, I, I, I've been, like, more than generous with my tips now because yeah. because I'm like, man, this I might be the only person coming here today and getting carry out. Yep. I don't know, you know? Well, it's like uh, my buddy's bar over in Taylor, Big League Brews, you know? Oh, yeah, um, Big League Brews. I, I make sure that it, when I can afford to eat there, uh, not that the prices are too much, but money's tight. Yeah. Uh, when I can't afford to eat there, I make sure that I leave a decent tip because, I mean, fuck, Matt, I was bitching about because I'm no longer in Tucson and I can't get a decent breakfast burrito anymore. <laughs> I'm sure you saw me bitching on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. Matt had offered, um, he was like, any day of the week you want, come in. I'll, g- I'll give you one. We'll, we'll have a breakfast burrito together on me. And I was like, that's great. And I messaged him. I was like, I'm going to take you up on your offer post pandemic yeah and i was like i know you wouldn't offer if you couldn't afford to but ethically and morally i can't take something for free from a small business right now i don't care how well they they might be doing i said i i thank you for your generous offer and i look forward to being able to do it but it won't be until we're past this and I got back from him. He was like, I, I totally understand. And, you know, it, it was kind of one of those things where, like, he was extremely grateful that I was, like, I get it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I got a buddy that owns a bar in Woodhaven. And, like, I go there a lot, but I always seem to be there on my birthday. And he will, like, buy my dinner on my birthday, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, he buys me a really nice dinner, you know? And... So finally I started like not not telling him that I was coming on my birthday cuz I, I feel like he might feel like he that has to, I like only obligated. show Well, I think he might feel like I only show up on my birthday to get a free meal. Okay. And I kind of cuz I used to work for the guy for a little while. So I kind of felt bad, you know, I'm like so I started showing matter of fact, John Fox was there one year for my birthday and it was just me and John sitting at the bar eating a burger and he goes where's your buddy i said oh he's working because he has a day job along with owning the bar right and you know so so john fox is like so i guess just you and me and a burger huh i said i guess you know like me and you are the only ones that are here you know like but i i i feel weird asking for like a free meal just because it's my birthday you know it's like it's like so what it's my birthday big deal right i still go to work you know like Someone cares enough to offer it to you, you take it. Um, like I said, I'm totally going to take Matt up on his offer. I'm just going to wait until things settle out a little bit more oh, with, yeah. with uh, the economy and society and whatnot. Oh, yeah. The way things are right now, yeah. Oh, my God. Once the <laughs> restaurants are actually able to open back up again, I will get up and go in, You know, get a hold of him one morning and be like, hey, you want to you know, grab grab that burrito? And it was weird. I I was driving through Taylor the other day, and I noticed a restaurant was gone, and I I was kind of shocked. Like Wahlburgers in Taylor is gone. Well, most of them are gone. I I didn't even know. Yeah, like, they they shut down pretty quickly. Wow, like I thought Wahlburgers was. I I think it was they couldn't they couldn't they didn't have the business 
to uh, support their costs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I know the one in Detroit. I don't know if that one closed down, but that one, uh, me and a buddy of mine, Mike, went there, and it is a small, it's probably smaller than this room, and... Like, we went in there, and, like, we're sitting there having a burger or something, sitting at the bar and that, and then we wanted to get, like, merchandise, right? Cause, right. Because, you know, we thought, hey, it'd be cool to have some Wahlburger stuff. Yeah. So they got, like, a, a, a glass case or whatever, and they got hats and shirts and all of that. And my buddy Mike turns around, and he goes, how much for a hat? And the guy goes, $35. And he goes, okay, so I'm not buying a hat. <laughs> Like thirty five dollars for a hat? Well, yeah. Like a hat. They gotta I'm not make up even, them costs somewhere. Yeah, I'm not even talking about a t shirt, like a hat. And it was just like yeah, it was ridiculous. So we were like, Okay, well we guess all we're doing is eating food and drinking and leaving because right. yeah. we can't afford to buy nothing else, you know? It's terrible. I did one more thing on Christmas. Oh, what was that? I uh I bought Bitcoin. Oh really? That's still a thing? Yeah. Um, I bought $4, uh, in Bitcoin, which was immediately worth less than, <laughs> less than $4. Oh, um, this then, sounds vaguely familiar, <laughs> but I've been watching it and it's been going up. So, um, uh, Corey needed a ride to work the other day and he cash at me $15. So I split the 15, I put $10 more into Bitcoin and then I, 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 I bought $5 worth of shares of DraftKings because, you know, they're doing the online betting here in Michigan soon, or it's already started, one of the two. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I do FanDuel. Okay. I, I have DraftKings too, but I haven't done DraftKings in a long time, so I'm not familiar with it. But I know, like, FanDuel, you still can't do the online betting other than through their app or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like... Uh, uh, the freaking casino where you can go down there and just bet on right, anything, right. like you can't you can't do that. I, I, uh, as far as I know, anyways, I I haven't tried it in a while. I I don't see. I don't really gamble. This is like the first time I've even stepped into that world. So my Bitcoin, my fourteen dollars of Bitcoin at this point is worth fourteen fifty seven. So I'm up fifty seven cents. Yeah, it just went up a penny. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Bitcoin's really weird. It's it's really volatile. It's it's best to like check it in the morning and at night and don't sit and watch it during the day because oh, it's, yeah. it's constantly up and down. And then uh, I'm I'm still down. <laughs> I'm still down with DraftKings at the moment. But I, I figured, what the hell? I had a couple extra dollars. I I I could have dumped it into my bank account and bought cigarettes or junk food. And and this is my first attempt at trying to be an adult and think about my money a little bit more yeah when i was a lot younger than i am now mm-hmm. um i worked at black and decker and you know black and decker was like a big company at the time and i started out fairly young and my boss me and my boss used to butt heads a lot but like whenever it came to lunchtime we'd go have lunch you know so we could have a disagreement and then eat together and yeah. be just fine. Agree to disagree. Yeah, yeah. And um, so one day, you know, he's like, you know, you're young and all it is. He's like, you know what you should be doing? And I'm like, no, tell me what I should be doing, old man, you know? And he's like, you should be buying shares of Black & Decker stock. And I'm like, no, I want my money and I want it now. I don't want to wait. 
Thank you, J.G. Wentworth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, but little and little bit more, he started to convince me to start dumping some money into Black & Decker stock, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, I end up with like 100 shares of Black & Decker stock, and I'm in my 20s. And back then, it was worth $35 a share. Mm-hmm. So due to math, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But I never touched it. Never touched it because he told me, he said, you save that because someday you're going to need that money. Yeah. You don't know when, but you're going to need it. So don't touch it till you need it. Well, fast forward like 20 some years and I was being foreclosed on my house in Romulus, the one that I live in. And I cashed in my hundred shares of Black & Decker stock, which was only worth $11,000. So that's how much the stock the depreciation. tanked, yeah. but I was still able to purchase my home away from the mortgage company, and I owe it own it free and clear now. See? So He was right. He was right. <laughs> and I keep saying that. I'm like, man, I wish I could run into Dave just once, just so I could be like- Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dave. You saved my ass in the future, yeah. and you didn't even know it. You know. All right, we're getting ready to head into our first break. It's been 30 minutes already. Holy cow. Yeah. Fast. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I, I do want to give take this moment, though, to let you know we've got a brand new featured artist this month. Uh, the way we're doing our featured artist is uh, we pick one artist, and they run for the month. And this month is an old friend of the show, Miss Carmel Liberti. Um, I met Carmel many years ago while she was still a teenager at a coffee shop here in Wayne, and her music blew me away. Lyrically and song-wise, she is unlike anything else I had ever heard, and still to this day have ever heard. She is a very unique individual. She is a singer, a songwriter, a musician. She's an artist. She does. She makes clothing. Uh, she's a photographer. I mean, if it's creative and can be made to look or sound beautiful, Carmel is the one to go to. Tonight's song is off her seventh album, Yes, We're Open. Uh, it is called uh, Existence. Uh, each week we're going to change the song because I've got all of her albums, so I, I've got stuff to play with. So, anyways, you're going to get uh, Carmel Liberti as our featured artist, and then you're also going to get uh, another friend of the show, Mr. Robert Lewis, uh, with Southbound Cadillac and Bryce Rogers' Bad Trip. You're listening to The Odd Pod on tapdetroit.com, and we will be right back. Hi, this is your friendly neighborhood radio DJ, Oddman. Just wanted to let you know that the Odd Pod has an official merch shop set up for all the oddities eager to get covered in a bit of odd. Or maybe you want to seduce your partner by slipping into something a little more odd. Ooh, maybe you just want to wallpaper a room in your house with stickers, because we got them too. I'm going to need more stickers. You can find a link on our page via Facebook or on our page over at tapdetroit.com forward slash the Odd Pod. So show your support and love for the Odd Pod today by picking up something from our store. There's not a lot of things that I would do for money There's not a lot of things that I would do for fame There's really nothing I'd redo If I could go back in time Given the choice I'd choose what's mine Hey, I like men and I like women Neither and in between there were times I felt a fear so much greater than my being 
And I know there will be times where I'll feel it again But given the choice Sometimes I relive bad memories or cry myself to sleep And it might all seem to come from nowhere The pain from when I couldn't speak People I've loved and lost Family, lovers, pets and friends Given the choice I'd see them again Who can say where my life will take me now It's only 11.30 And I can't say I'd be surprised if you decided to do me dirty But I can take a shot Cause I've been through a lot And given the choice I'd give you all I've got Cause there are worse things Than making mistakes And there are worse things Than friends that are fake And there are worse things Than telling a lie For instance, what if I never existed At a time when you existed And we never even knew that we missed it I'm so glad for our existence sense that stinks. Motor City Candleworks is Metro Detroit's number one source for premium handmade incense, as well as hand sanitizer and now massage oil, with a wide array of scents inspired by Michigan cities and attractions. You're sure to find a fragrance that'll keep your love of the mitten burning all year round. Head to MotorCityCandleworks.com and order yours today. And make sure you find them on Facebook, too, for all of their upcoming sales and events. Motor City Candleworks. Michigan handmade scents that just makes sense. That smell. The kind of smelly smell. This just in. It seems the entire planet is being overtaken by a force unlike anything we've ever seen before. Its tentacles reach across the entire globe, from Beijing to Boston, from Moscow to Madrid. There seems to be no escaping its influence. It seems life as we know it will be forever changed now that the odd pod has arrived. 
to stay up to date on all developments, and we're urging that you stay informed. You can hear the latest information about the Odd Pod by searching for it on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, we can only be as safe as we are vigilant. In a southbound Cadillac, I ain't looking back now to down 75. Yeah, I'm a cut loose and running free from all the things I used to be a part of all them lies. I quit looking for an answer, it was I can't because everybody's full of shit. Yeah, they're uptight, overwhelmed, ready for a ground and pound, I just want to forget. Couldn't take that life no more. I made a beeline for the door, I'm highway bound. I'm highway bound.
Turn that down so we don't have a huge echo. <laughs> that was Carmel Liberty, uh, who is our featured artist. That uh, was also Robert Lewis, who is a Michigan musician, and Bryce Rogers from uh, Tucson, Arizona. Man, we need to get like a music director in here and get him to play that music on Tap Detroit. <laughs> if anybody's looking to be a music director at Tap Detroit, we have a program director. Who's that? Uh, you. Oh crap! <laughs> How many jobs do I have? Too many. 
Yeah. If anybody wants to be the music director, feel free to call. Uh, <laughs> call 1-800-DON-NO-DEAL. Uh, uh, call 1-800-DON-NO-DEAL. Yeah, That's right. All right. So I got one more thing that I want to uh, talk about uh, before we we go into the full um on full on for the show first off and foremost tap detroit has a ton of new shows that you need to check out you can go to tapdetroit.com and uh, click on the shows link and it will give you a rundown of all of the shows or you can go to the tap detroit schedule which is a calendar um, and it'll show you when they're on what time they're on and give you a brief rundown about them i heard the guy that did that was really cool and really good at it. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but uh, you should thank him. <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't do it. I'll tell you that. I tried. Um, also, too, uh, on all of my social links at this point now, I have a link tree so you can get to all of everything else. So if you find me on Twitter or you find me on Instagram or you find me on Facebook, uh, you can hit that link tree link and get to everything else. Um, also, I'm on fucking TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is TikTok? <laughs> uh, so I described TikTok the other day as uh, if Reddit and Vine had a love child. Okay, I don't know what Reddit and Vine are. So the Jesus Christ, yeah, Planky, I'm out of it, man. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm on TikTok, and I've I've been uh, I, I think I have like six or seven different fucking TikTok videos up, and basically what I'm using it for is all the random weird shit that comes to my mind. <laughs> gets put up there um one of them was a conversation between ollie and i where she was threatening to take her straightener to my facial hair to my beard oh geez and uh what's fun uh, the reason this is funny is like my pansexual wife threatens me threatened to uh take a straightener to my beard and i had to remind her we don't believe in conversion therapy in this house <laughs> it's a really bad joke but but yeah, it's shit like that. It's the stuff that comes to mind, and I just throw it up there, and and like you don't hear me talking. It's just my face and text. So, um, I'm sorry, but you're welcome. I I don't <laughs> I don't know. But the thing that I wanted to talk about before we we uh, ended up uh, moving into the the rest of the show, um, because we're we're wrapping up the first hour that you guys get for free as the podcast. Which, if you're interested, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the odd pod and get the entire show. You're going to want to sign up for the Patreon because here soon we're going to be starting to do interviews and they're always going to end up being in the second hour of the show. So you will end up missing out if you're not a member of the Patreon or you don't listen live. Those are your two options to hear the whole show. Um, but anyways, um, did you know that there is a spot in the United States where murder is legal? South Dakota. No. Oh. I have no idea where that would be. A lo legal loophole makes it possible to get away with murder within uh, this 50 square mile section of Yellowstone. No way. Yes. Oh, my God. I was going to say Alaska for some nope. reason. <laughs> the, uh, the 50 square mile stretch of Yellowstone National Park that spills over Idaho's border is a legal no man's land. It's an isolated spot, one devoid of roads or any permanent human inhabitants. It's also missing legislation to allow people to be charged with serious crimes. The loophole has to do with the Sixth Amendment, which dictates that a jury must be comprised of people from the state and federal district where the crime was committed. And because this portion of Yellowstone is in Idaho, and the park itself lies within the jurisdiction of Wyoming, 
it means a jury for a crime committed there would have to come from people who both live in Idaho and fall under Wyoming's federal jurisdiction. It would be impossible for a jury to form, as this uninhabited part of the park is the only place to fit such criteria. And since Yellowstone is federal land, the individual states involved have no legal jurisdiction to amend the issue. (laughs) Wow. So, and if you don't believe me, uh, Google Yellowstone's Zone of Death. Uh, and look it up for yourself. But I, I found this out, and I was like, this is something i got to talk about on the show. I want to know how many people from Detroit are driving that way right now. <laughs> like, I can do this and get away with it. Hey, fam, you want to go to Yellowstone? <laughs> if anyone from Detroit that you've had beef with asks if you want to go on a trip to Yellowstone, just say no. Nope. Don't do nope. it. Do not get in that car. But, yeah, you... You've listened to the show a little bit, Planky. You know I like the weird shit. And this is right up my fucking alley. Yeah. I was just like, what? No. Because I saw it on, on a TikTok. And I, I I went through and I was like, no. And I started Googling and I was like, no. And I Googled some more and I was like, what? I know up in the uh, upper peninsula where, where my my grandpa and, and my dad and that are from, there's a sidewalk in front of a school, and on the sidewalk it says, do not spit. And I could never figure out, like, what's the deal with the spitting? And my dad had to explain to me that, you know, everybody chewed tobacco and oh, okay. they would spit on the sidewalk. So th- they made it a law that if you spit on a sidewalk, you get a ticket. Jesus, well. And it's still a law. <laughs> Well, was it uh, here in Detroit? You're not, you, you can't tie your alligator to a fire hydrant. Yeah, because that'll happen. Yeah, it's <laughs> stupid laws. Um, I do also want to say too, um, Motor City Candleworks uh, has just informed me that uh, starting next week, um, the scent that we work together to commemorate my mom will be available for purchase. Wow, that is nice. Yeah, I, I wanted a way to immortalize her. That is cool. And uh, Mr. Brown and Motor City Candleworks was nice enough to work with me. Uh, we created uh, a scent uh, from her favorite perfume, which is uh, Lily of the Valley. It's a floral scent. Um, and we worked together to come up with a name, and it is called Maggie's Magic. That is nice. I am I am eternally grateful for Mr. Brown and Motor City Candleworks um, for being able and willing to do this for me yeah that's cool so starting next week you'll start seeing posts from me uh motor city candleworks the odd pod page i might even slide one into tap detroit's yeah, page why not? uh that you can purchase uh, uh maggie's magic from uh motor city candleworks and they are a michigan-based business so uh it falls right in line with uh people helping people in my yeah. opinion yeah, why not help out the local businesses, man? Always. It's what I've always been about. I, I swear to God, if you ever hear advertisements for Coke or Pepsi on this show, 
<laughs> Please know that I have been body snatched. <laughs> and someone needs to send help. <laughs> or they backed a dump truck full of fucking money up I to my door. I was going to say either that or there was a lot of money involved. <laughs> and if they... And if that was the case, if they, they backed a dump truck full of money up to my fucking door, you wouldn't be able to find me to save me. Because <laughs> I would disappear quickly. So would a few of a few of my close friends. There, there'd be probably a good twenty to uh, ten to twenty people that just disappear one day. <laughs> now you have to wonder: Are you one of those ten to twenty people that'll get raptured when Odd wins the <laughs> a big payday? <laughs> Cal Odd, take me away. <laughs> so yeah, what, what do you think of that though? The 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 zone of death. That. That just blows my mind. I, I I can't believe there's something like that in the United States. But, you know, there's all kinds of weird laws and stuff like that in the United States. So it really doesn't surprise me. But this is more of a case of weird lack of laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lack of law. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I guess I'm not going to Yellowstone anytime soon. <laughs> I'm just scared. You do now. just stay off that side. <laughs> Don't go there. I'm just Don't like afraid, you know, like, like if somebody calls me up and says, hey, you want to go to Yellowstone? No, no. I ain't never going there. Why? Because I might die. Yeah, I know stuff. <laughs> that kills people, Coral. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're getting ready to head into our second break um, for music, and you wanted a couple of songs in the playlist. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I was lazy and I didn't do a show yesterday. So um, there was a couple songs that I kind of promised I would play, and then I didn't do a show. So um, one... <clears throat> is our friends uh, Void Vader. They're out of California. But uh, the guitar player, uh, Eric Kluber, is uh, from Westland, Michigan, old friend of the uh, Tap Detroit and uh, the show and all of that. So um, they have a new song out, and uh, it's it's really good. I, uh, I watched the video. <laughs> the video is hilarious, okay? And then... My buddy Eric Kluber like messages me on Facebook. He's like, "Hey man, we got a new song out. You know, he, you know, he's doing the whole, you know, uh, band PR right, thing. Right. You know, and I'm like, dude, I watched the video literally yesterday, laughing my ass off. I'm gonna play the song, and I think that's how I got the song was through him. Mm-hmm. I may not have gotten it through the actual band, yeah. but um, so I started." playing it in our regular rotation but i wanted to kind of feature it on your show tonight that way people could hear it and to uh, make up for you being lazy yeah, yesterday. to make up for me being lazy and not doing a show last night yeah i'm not gonna let you slide that uh, one i did i did i'm gonna be completely honest i sat there and i looked at the clock and i was like eh i don't really feel like walking in the other room <laughs> I gotta walk five feet. Uh, I gotta walk five feet over there. Just like, not stop happening. Stop the server. Play stuff. Think of stuff to say. Nah, I'm I'm good. Oh, I never think of anything to say. Yeah, and then uh, the other one uh, uh, is a Mortal Guardian. Yeah, yeah, that is a progressive rock band out of Canada. I can't remember exactly where. And um, this is from Asher Media, which love asher media here at tap detroit they send us so much great music and so many great artists and john asher is so great to work with 
you know, like, um, they are sending us, uh, radio tags immediately. Nice. Like, as soon as I say like, Hey, I like these guys. I don't even ask for the music. I just say, Hey, I like these guys. And he's like, okay, I'm going to have them record a radio tag tomorrow. And like, they're sending, you know, radio line, which we're going to get all the radio liners, in the regular rotation to start We're going to sound like a real radio station yeah, here yeah. in the near future is basically what he's getting at. Yeah, yeah. It's it's going to start sounding more like a regular radio station. But um, this is a really great band. I only listened to, like, the first two songs of the album. It's a concept album. And every song leads into the other one or whatever. But this is the one that they're uh, featuring. They're... Uh, their first single okay and uh it's really good i think it's only like six minutes long so it's not your typical progressive rock 20 minute long song <laughs> you know but i didn't realize it was six minutes jesus christ Planky. Yeah. no no it's actually short when you think of progressive rock so um this is like my new favorite i started listening to this and then i started messaging ted like this is my new favorite band i love these guys we're gonna interview these guys and ted's like okay i haven't even listened to the song yet but um we will be interviewing them on my show uh after the new well it is after the new year <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i didn't i'm doing yesterday's show today okay. <laughs> you know but these guys are really good i think you guys are really gonna like this if you're into progressive rock it's not a long song in the form of normal progressive rock is like a 10 minute long song, which uh, is progressive rock and jam bands are. Yeah. What's funny is, is you look at this as a short progressive rock song, but like me, uh, like, cause I love punk music. That's one yeah. of my favorites. And yeah, this is two I see, punk songs. <laughs> this is almost three. What are you talking yeah, it's about? Almost three. If you get a punk song that's two and a half minutes, they fucking wasted <laughs> probably a minute and a half. <laughs> so I laugh because I'm like, yeah, it's a short song. It's only six minutes. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play a couple of commercials, and you're going to get Immortal Guardian, Read Between the Lines, Void Vader, I Can't Take It, and Rev Theory, Remember Me. You're listening to The Odd Pod on TapDetroit.com with Odd Man and Planky, and we'll be back at some point in the near future whenever this progressive rock song is over. <laughs> Thanks for checking out The Odd Pod. If you want to hear the whole show, consider becoming a patron of our Patreon. Head to patreon.com forward slash the odd pod. We're also all over social media like an STI that won't wash off. Head to tapdetroit.com forward slash the odd pod to follow us today. We're already following you, and you forgot to buy milk. <laughs> 